The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Coach Kevin Carroll. We met back in January of 2014 when he was the head coach at Division II Maryville University in St. Louis, and I was doing the broadcast for the Division II Basketball Game of the Week on CBS Sports Network. And after seven seasons at Maryville, Coach is now entering his first season as the assistant coach at Division I Virginia Military Institute. Prior to Maryville, he was an assistant coach at the Air Force Academy for three years, an assistant coach at the University of Alabama Huntsville, and the head coach at St. Pius X High School in Atlanta. He's got a wife and two kids. And with all that said, Coach, what are those annual conversations like with your family given the uncertainty of the coaching profession and your ultimate goals? Well, it depends on how many juniors and seniors you think you have on your roster, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know, the coaching profession, it, it, it's a lifestyle, and it's not always as glamorous of one as some might think, you know. Um, you know, it, it, there's obviously uh, years where you're going into the year and you're feeling good about things, you know. Like in both places I, I've been, I've, we've either set or broken the school record for wins. And in both places I've been as a head coach, we've had single digit wins, you know? So, uh, there's ebbs and flows to the profession, to your, your career. Um, and there, there's a lot of stress that comes on your family with the, the ebbs and with those ebbs and flows. So, you know, you, you, as a coach, you know, with a family, you often feel a certain level of guilt, uh, it, you know, that a lot of people don't understand for dragging your family through those highs and lows. Uh, you know, your spouses take on a lot of the brunt. Uh, you know, they're left to pick up the pieces whenever you're gone, you know, on the endless recruiting trail and, and all the games and, and all the, uh, the, the meetings or, or all the, uh, you know, dinners with alumni or, or whatever that is. And, you know, in, in 18 years of doing this and 11 years of doing it with a, with a, a spouse who's, who I'm very lucky to have, you know, it can definitely – uh, be a roller coaster at times, and and your family, like I said, is often left there to to pick up some of the pieces for that. How do you handle that guilt? Uh, you know, I think one thing you have to really, you know, that uh, we've learned as a family is you you really have to be uh, able to communicate. You know, it's really easy, I think, as a coach, for you to want to come home and suppress some of that and hide that from your spouse or your family and you know, the, the things that the negative stuff that maybe comes with being in charge of a program or, or being involved in a, in a program. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's really best if, if your, if your spouse understands what you're going through and, and feels what you're going through and, and can, and feels that she's a part of that, uh, and your family feels that they're a part of that, uh, you know, and, and it is, you know, like I said, it is a it is a completely different lifestyle. You know, my my wife and I we've had a lot of conversations over the years where, you know, things may may not be, you know, maybe making a change or whatever, and and uh, her friends would be like, well, it's a time to get out of the profession and do something else, and you know, her response is always like, well, this is and this is it, you know, this is our life, you know, and there's a lot of obviously a lot of great things that are involved with it. Your, your kids, you know, get to grow up and be around, you know. Uh, the game and be around the environment and be around your players and and you know maybe ride on the bus to games or or whatever it is but you know there's also uh you know a lot of things where uh 
you know, they're left, you know, at home with mom and you're not seeing them for, you know, days on end. So uh, there's it, it a lot of guilt, but you, you just have to come to a conclusion as a family as, uh, you know, what's really important. Uh, you have to, you know, I think one thing I've tried to do over the years is, is understand what's important in my job and what I really have to do and what is, you know, maybe considered uh, working hard but a waste of time and would be better spent focusing on time with my family. But just figuring out what the priorities are. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, and there's so many influencers and factors and, you know, when you're, especially when you're running your own program and, and, and coaching in particular, it's just, you know, whether there's a change in administration or, uh, you know, just even a shift in the school's initiatives, you know, the smaller schools, you know, there may be shifts and in initiatives that, that change, you know, whether or not you're the right fit for that, that position anymore, you know, uh, and obviously today with social media, there's pressures there, especially at the higher levels. There's pressures there uh, that administrators uh, feel and uh, that weren't there because everyone has a voice and everyone has an opinion, and uh, it can build a lot of pressure within. You talked about being open and communicating with your family. What are those conversations like, and do you remember any ones specifically when it comes to changing jobs and changing locations i know you i know you just had one recently yeah yeah um you know those are those are tough decisions because um you're affecting your you you know not just you and what your job is but you're affecting your your wife's career or your your children's uh school situation or friend situation like the situation where we just moved uh you know my wife uh, she had to to quit her job and um so she went from you know, having essentially two part-time jobs where she could stay at home to not having any, you know, any work uh, to come here and do this. And, you know, we had lived in a neighborhood with, with 10 boys. I have two boys, one of them's eight, one of them's five. And we had a, lived in a neighborhood that had 10 boys between the ages of uh, 11 and four uh, that, you know, they love to play out in the neighborhood every evening and, and things like that. And, and uh, so you're having to tell them and, uh, inform them that, hey, they're going to lose their friends. And, you know, those are very, very difficult decisions to have. And like I said, you, it weighs on you a little bit because you're trying to do what you think is best for your family and make decisions based on what's best for your family, but uh, may not always feel that way in the short term. So, uh, but you just do the best that you can. I'm very lucky. I have a, a wonderful, understanding wife who who uh, is there by my side, and, and uh, we work through things together as a family. We, we make decisions together as a family. It, it's never hey, we're going to do this because I want to do it or she wants to do it. It's uh, We do it based on what we feel is best for our family. And, and I often think that kids are more mature and more understanding than the world gives them credit for. So when you when you made this move, now going into your first season at VMI, did your kids have an idea that this was going to happen? Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, you know, it, it was uh, – they, you know, uh, you know we kind of – me and the wife kind of discussed this mainly, and, and they knew that there was a possible they, – they knew we were going to, to be going somewhere. They didn't know exactly where that was going to be, but uh, they had a feel for that. But, you know, then when we told them, they, they were actually a little bit happy because, uh, you know, I've – for the last 11 uh, – 10 or 11 years, I've had jobs in Missouri and Colorado and Alabama, and my, my wife and I, and I are both from the southeast. Uh, my wife is from North Carolina, right outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, and – 
where we moved to was about three and a half hours from her family, and my my kids are very close to both of our families, um, and I think they were excited about the opportunity to get closer to the cousins and grandmothers and grandfathers and, you know, uh, sporting events at my wife's alma mater and, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, uh, I, obviously they were, you know, a little bit nervous and apprehensive about it, but there's also some carrots there to dangle in front of them that, that made this uh, move very exciting for our family. Well, I've enjoyed following your career, and it's nice that we've stayed in touch over the past few years. Good luck this season, and we'll talk soon. Okay, I appreciate it, Noah. Thank you. Kevin touched a little bit on the outside perception of being a college basketball coach, and I think the same goes for other glamorous jobs. The large majority of people in those positions are grinding. And when family is involved, it's a whole lot more complicated to navigate, which is why having a support system at home is so important, along with that open communication he talked about. There are certain coaches who will try to climb the ladder, paying no mind to the person next to him on the bench. But Kevin's someone who wants to surround himself with people who have similar priorities which makes the day-to-day life of a coach or anyone in a highly competitive and stressful field more fulfilling. His VMI cadets open the season on Friday in Raleigh, North Carolina against NC State. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.